Like, where does overthinking stem from? It comes from, you've brought up the notion of not feeling enough, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that letdown of you haven't met these standards. And yeah, like, I would say everyone's going through it in their own different version. But I honestly feel like the reason why it's such a prominent thing in so many people's lives nowadays is because of social media. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of Cats Chats and Coffee podcast. It's your girl Liv, I got Alex here with me and we are back again. It is a beautiful sunny day and we are just, I don't know, feeling good vibes about being in the studio recording today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Maybe it's the bubbles in our system. <laughs> we are. <laughs> what kind of bubbles are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, um, so we're not doing like a, we're not drinking our coffees, our usual like morning shots um we're actually doing a different kind of shot basically it's way more than a shot uh no we're drinking mimosas so Mm -hmm. this is an evening recording for us and we got our mimosas set up and we're pretty excited about this yeah i'm loving this twist here i know and honestly who doesn't love a mimosa so a a mimosa after supper too not even like a morning mimosa this is like a dinner mimosa yeah like it's after five o'clock and we're (laughs) yeah enjoying the sun the last bit of the sun and literally drinking mimosas while we record this so it's gonna be a fun one for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) how are you feeling alex i'm feeling good i'm so happy that the weather has been so beautiful the last little while yeah definitely is getting me out of my sad version like that seasonal depression and back into like oh my god I'm alive I want to get outside Mm -hmm. hearing the seagulls in the morning outside my window yeah making me think of the beach and I am just ready to get my summer vibes oh my god me too I don't know if anyone else is like this but I feel like as soon as like seasonal depression actually hits me it's the flip of a fucking switch yeah like I'm like okay yeah I see the weather is nice the seasonal depression is gonna like start to ease up but it doesn't really like you know you kind of get positive outlook on life or whatever Mm -hmm. but then literally one day I just wake up and I'm like the clouds are clear and like I'm just not seasonally depressed anymore. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, totally. So let's pray for like no more snow from here on. Oh my gosh. I I think we should be in the clear. It's supposed to be 20 something degrees coming up here. Oh my God. So I am definitely looking forward to that. And I just cannot wait for patio drinks Mm -hmm. and, you know, more mimosas, getting my my shorts out, feeling good waking up every day oh my god I know I mean it's it's literally around the corner um but yeah so we're gonna get into today's episode is going to be another fun one very similar to last week's episode which if you guys haven't listened to that one yet be sure to go check it out we touched on feeling stuck and just kind of had a sit down hangout like open chat with us which today's episode is going to be a similar vibe um it's just going to be little bit more in Alex's control for today I don't even want to say that because we really are just talking off the cuff it's going to be so like spontaneous but yeah we are going to touch on a coffee feature that we we've already shared um we made a reel about this place so the place is Beanville Roastery yeah and I think it's on Bedford Highway Mm -hmm. um yeah so we went to that it was I mean we went a week or so ago but Mm -hmm. we just posted it last week on 
Instagram, we made a reel, so you guys should definitely check that out. But yeah, yeah, we had a cool experience, Alex. Yeah, like, was that was fun. Totally different than any of the experiences we've had so far at any of the yeah. local coffee shops that we went More to. More personable. Yeah, it was definitely at a place of where we'd like to get to with other coffee shops. More of like that networking, meeting the people behind, you know, behind the the baristas and like the people actually running the place yeah. not just handing you your coffee and like jetting out the door exactly it was really cool and you know I live had snuck off to the bathroom and our uh one of the guys working there he brought over our regular drinks so we were just ordering like a regular latte regular ice iced coffee like we normally do to just test it out with a couple mm-hmm. streets yeah and then we just got to talking and I asked him a couple questions I told him about the podcast and then Liv popped out and kind of the rest is history so yeah yeah tell him about kind of what, what the experience was like for us totally so we got like our generic coffees but they the reason why I said it was a little bit more personable is because this place specifically they carry um Arabic and Turkish coffee yeah. which this is new to both of us mm-hmm. in the sense that neither of us have had an opportunity to try this yet. Um, we kind of touched in the past, like we're not really, you're never going to see us sitting down for a cortado or like an espresso or like straight, I don't know, coffee like that is a little strong for us. We're yeah. more of like the sweetener and creamer added to it gals. But we had the opportunity to not only watch them um, make some Turkish coffee for us, but yeah, they were generous enough to allow us to try it and yeah, it really give us cool. a really good first opportunity. So that was really fun. Yeah, I know we were like whispering to each other while we were in the line and like noticed that there was like the Arabic and Turkish coffee and we were like both super nervous to try it. We were like, oh, well, we can't order it. What if we don't like it? And, yeah. Oh my and like, gosh, I actually want a coffee to drink right now. <laughs> and then the guy behind the counter um, was super kind like Liv said to give us uh our like a demonstration and yeah yeah and it was really cool so for anyone who doesn't know um Turkish coffee is made by using a copper boiler similar to like I guess a version of a kettle and Mm. then they utilize this like small sand pit like hot sand and they boil the coffee beans right inside the copper kettle yeah and then use the hot sand for that which was awesome to see it was definitely a cool method um yeah for sure nothing that like I've ever seen before so we made a little reel on Instagram about it so you guys can go watch that and yeah yeah, if you're interested or if you've never tried Turkish coffee like us before like yeah this is definitely a cool spot to check out for sure yeah it was very like funny enough because it was like super dark roasted feeling but it was super light when we tasted it kind of had more like a tea it definitely tasted more like a tea aftertaste than coffee for sure but like if you were to drink straight espresso it had that same like gritty vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. way thicker. Very thick, yeah. Um, filled you feel with it on your different tongue. cardamom and other spices, which was really cool. I know that the beans are infused with that, which is what kind of makes it yeah. uh, that special Turkish coffee. So yeah, we, we were really excited and we'll definitely go back and yeah, if you guys want to check out the real, like Liv said, to see the actual experience of the Turkish coffee being made, go do that um, on our Instagram at Cats, Chats, and Coffee and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to... That's our coffee feature for today. Again, we're here drinking our mimosas, though. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a very different yeah. vibe today than yeah. we were when we visited Beanville. But Absolutely. yeah, we're going to just get started with today's episode. 
it's going to be, um, yeah, a little bit of a shorter, I say shorter, but you know us, we talk Hopefully a lot. Shorter. <laughs> yeah. We're aiming for it to be shorter, Yeah, but you never know. Yeah. But again, just off the cuff from the heart, just, yeah, hang out with us, grab your mimosa, or maybe it's the morning for you when you're listening to this and yeah, grab a coffee and just Listen hang out with us. us. Oh, yeah. So Alex is going to take the lead because... <laughs> She's um, in yeah. charge for it. Yeah. So, um, like Liv had mentioned last week, she had surprised me with a topic. We hadn't really talked about it before we sat down to record the episode. So it was really going to give us a chance to just speak from our heart, speak off the cuff, be most authentic to what we were feeling at that moment. And we thought since she had come up with a topic last week that it would be my turn to come up with a topic this week. Um, (laughs) little did I know how difficult this process of coming up with just a random topic without doing any research, creating any outline, like figuring any of that extra stuff out was going to be, um, which is funny because I thought that just answering a question of a topic that I had no idea and prepared for was going to be hard. (laughs) Like this was even harder. I thought for sure I was setting her up for like... (laughs) Yeah, the utmost, yeah, yeah, success. I was like, this was such an easy for me. I just literally picked the topic, and that's you know we went. Yeah, Yeah, no. So the funny thing is, is that this theme, the topic that we're going to chat about today, is really relative to how my experience with picking the topic in general was. (laughs) Um, And so I actually just decided this not even kidding, like 10 minutes ago. Um, So we're going to talk about, which is something that's super present in my life, um, such a common theme, and I I think it will be for you as well. Um, The the topic and the theme today, drum roll, please. (laughs) It feels dramatic. We're like building it up. I'm like, just get to it already. It's like, we're going to talk about plants now. Um, We're going to talk about overthinking. 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 Yeah, overthinking. And I know oh, okay. that is huge for me. It shows up huge. a lot yeah. uh, in business, in my personal life, in my relationships. Um, and I'm sure it's going to show up a lot for other people listening uh, yeah. today. So, uh, yeah. So let's just chat a little bit about uh, what that means for us, how that shows up, what mm-hmm. kind of tools that we use to combat overthinking, why we think we overthink, um, and all that stuff. And I'm going to try not to overthink this right now because <laughs> my brain is like behind the scenes going on, don't forget this, don't forget this, don't forget this, what if this? So I'm trying not to <laughs> oh overthink God, as we so speak. Um, so we live. Let's let's go right back to you. Okay, put me on the spot. I exactly. love it. Exactly. Yeah, we're, it's your turn now, baby. I know. I did feel bad last <laughs> week. But. but yeah, so overthinking is obviously, like I just said, a big thing, a big theme that it shows up in most of our lives at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of, how does that show up for you? What does mm-hmm. overthinking feel like for you? Yeah, I mean, as soon as you said the word, and I kind of like how we're doing this, like on the spot, because... Now the only thing I can really talk about is where my brain initially took me, right? So you said overthinking. The first thing that kind of came up for me was like social anxiety Mm -hmm. is probably the immediate place where I personally experience like the most outrageous overthinking spirals, I would say. Totally. So that's either just like, I don't know, being in an uncomfortable social situation or oftentimes like I really struggle to be alone and to be in public places and that just kind of depends on my mood, but yeah, I feel like it puts me in my own head where I just go off on a spiral and like, I don't know. Yeah. What are some of the things you overthink about? Like what causes when you're in a social 
like situation Mm -hmm. what are the things that you're thinking about at that moment like why are you what are you overthinking about Mm. okay again so first thing that came to my mind and I hate saying this but we're just this is real raw this is like in the moment stuff uh it's my body unfortunately it's the way that I look Mm -hmm. I'm it and I tend to overthink more if I'm dressed up or if I feel like I put an effort for my look that day. Like maybe I put on makeup or I did my hair or I'm just going to my coffee shop to like, I don't know, grab a coffee or something. But if I put effort into the way that I look that day, I find myself definitely overthinking typical things like, oh, I'm I'm overdressed or this looks silly or I don't know, I feel uncomfortable in this specific like um, outfit. So like people have to be able to hear that or see that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of it fluctuates for me, but I think the body is probably or like the way that yeah. I'm being presented or viewed by people definitely. I think that that's a big thing for a lot of women, and Absolutely. I think that we tend to overthink when we are feeling like not good enough, mm-hmm. or we have that self sabotage, self saboteur in our mind. Mm-hmm. Our ego starts to get in the way. Yeah, um, I was telling you earlier, like the chattering monkeys and in in some places that that's what they would call it it's it's like the chattering monkeys that don't stop and they're constantly Mm -hmm. telling you oh you're not good enough or that person's staring at you weird or well it's like that like I've heard people talk about this where they say their brain like just in present moment they're not thinking of anything and as someone who classifies herself as like an anxious person and an overthinker my brain is never not thinking about something. It's actually very difficult for me to get to a state where my brain isn't thinking about anything at all. And I even struggle with that when I'm meditating or trying to, you know, get present and just like, yeah. Absolutely. I think the greatest point that you just said is like anxiety, Mm. whether that's like social anxiety or uh, work anxiety or anxiety when it comes to your relationships and how you how you're a daughter or a girlfriend yeah. or a friend and yeah. that is the way a, you show up the way them. you show up and I the funny thing that we often forget about is like nine times out of ten when we're thinking about all these things no one is actually thinking about us mm. and it's so hard to remind yourself of those mm. things in that moment because those feelings of stress anxiety fear whatever that is for you in that moment is so large that it doesn't matter that in the reality of the the situation that they're probably not thinking about you or in most terms they're probably overthinking how they're feeling like yeah going through the same thing in their own head exactly and it's it's kind of sad because like I wonder what life would be like if we could just like turn that Mm. part off yeah and just be present and just be unattached or detached from the outcome or you know in my personal feeling is like lowering that expectation of not only myself of other people around me yeah and just believing and trusting in like that face face value experience Mm -hmm. and sometimes I think that for me overthinking really takes me out of opportunities to like really experience like having a good level. time yeah, yeah like, so joy, for example yeah. like if you're out with some friends or something like you could be having like the great could be the greatest little like girls night you guys are all going out to the bars or something but <laughs> there's this like one creep that won't leave you alone or you see someone that you went to school with and yeah. they're staring at you or do you know what I mean and then you spiral off and you start yeah filling in the blanks you start going off on the scenarios of potentially what could happen and 
yeah, that would bring on an entirely different mood to what, like, the night is meant to be or what your yeah. intentions were. And you you literally, like, s- screw yourself over, owed, out of, rather, screw yourself out of, like, a really awesome yeah. situation. Yeah, well, it's a stealer experience. of joy. It is really. a stealer of joy, and it's yeah. really sad, and it's, like, the reality of the world right now, and it's, mm. and I think, like, I'll just kind of, for myself, I know that overthinking comes from a lot of past experiences of feeling mm. not good enough. Yeah. Um, and being either validated by that feeling from somebody else, whether it was an ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. or a past colleague or even sometimes my family members where I've just tried to be a version of myself or show up where I think it's, you know, I'm doing a great job or yeah. I'm, I'm awesome or I feel, you feel beautiful, good about yourself. I feel good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like knocked off my pedestal yeah. and Ugh. fall to the ground. And then that just starts to encompass my entire and overwhelms my yeah. feelings of how I'm behaving and acting. So yeah, I'm really glad that you explained that like that because I think the saddest thing, like literally while you're explaining that to me is there's nothing worse than like meeting a new person down the road and you have an interaction with them and something happens where they start to go into the spiral of overthinking literally like you just said and you as like an outsider witness this happen where they're overthinking something around you based on something that has happened to them previously. Mm-hmm. And that one, I'm getting goosebumps literally thinking about this right now because I can think of a couple like ex-partners specifically who had been pretty severely traumatized by either like a woman in their life, whether it was a mother or like their previous girlfriend or something. Right. And it ends up literally like morphing and changing the way that your brain reacts to these social situations or when you then get into a healthy relationship down the road my entire body is lit up with goosebumps right now because like totally that's a really heavy one because people don't realize how much damage you're doing to someone in the moment that like this is now gonna stick with them absolutely years down the road yeah or to the next situation that this happens yeah that's a great point Liv it is honestly like we look at this from a fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Mm. And people hear a fight or flight. Freeze has been something that has recently in the last couple of decades come up as a part of that yeah. trauma response. But fawning is a thing that I will do, mm. um, which is people-pleasing. And yeah. I'll people-please a lot. Almost like overcompensating. Overcompensating yeah. because I'm getting in my own head and I can't get out of my own way. Yeah, And I think, like I had mentioned, you know, being validated by my own fears by other people, like externally being told, yeah, you are this, you are that. Like you anticipate that they're like going to be disappointed in you or they're not going to be okay with this. And then that gets validated, gets validated and approved. Right. And so that has been something that's been on my mind for my life. And then I'll feel oftentimes really misunderstood Mm. and I fear I'll go into certain situations already anticipating already fearing that that's a potential outcome or that's a possibility even if it really isn't we talked about imposter syndrome last time we Mm -hmm. talked about you know we did mention feeling misunderstood and feeling like you need to justify or clarify or constantly you know it's almost like they say like 
I'm the punchline to the joke or I'll make fun of myself first before, mm. so that you don't get a chance to do it. Yeah. It's like I've done that even in situations. You, you know what? That's a really, yeah, that's a really valid point that you just made because that was something when we, when our friendship first started and we were more like acquaintances and just getting to know each other, I noticed that you did that a lot. And at the time, I don't think I really thought much into it, but I was like, it's kind of sad. She's really mean to herself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you're in one of those situations where like kind of how I was just saying where like it comes up and it makes you feel a certain way, like less so like you feel sad for this person, but more so it makes you feel uncomfortable because it might be triggering a past, like an old version of you where you were going through something very similar to that, or yeah. you were that type of person that would spiral off in an overthinking or like a severe people pleasing or like. I don't know, a lot of people will just make morbid jokes or put themselves down to... To feel, like, comfortable. Because if yeah. you can laugh with me, you're not laughing at me. Yeah. And I think, like, that is... And, and I it is kind of, like, sad when you break it all down. But I, I know, I notice that in a lot of people more often than we realize. It's, mm-hmm. like, hiding behind the laughter or mm-hmm. hiding behind perfectionism. And, like, that shows up a lot in our work. I know both of us are, are big perfectionists. And we want to do the best and be the best and and feel like you know if we're already thinking what we're doing isn't good enough like Mm -hmm. let me go above and beyond and beat your expectations so that there's no room for For you to feel disappointed for me to yeah Yeah. and so it really is like you mentioned like a a trauma response like oftentimes if we had um avoidant parents Mm -hmm. or we had teachers that said something or a friend or a bully that even said something to us in school or in yeah. sports or in a friendship, that little comment that could have meant nothing at the time will carry with that person for the rest of their life until they become self-aware of it enough yeah. to want to work through those things. Totally. It's actually really sad because like how many times have you like been talking to someone and one of those things will come up from previous time and you're just like, oh, honey, like, I I want you to heal through this. Or, like, it breaks my heart that you still feel that way about yourself. Um, I want to bring this up because shortly after we started this episode, like, my brain immediately started to go down this direction. And I think it's a really powerful input to bring into this conversation. Because, like, where does overthinking stem from? It comes from you've brought up the notion of not feeling enough, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that letdown of you haven't met these standards And yeah, like I would say everyone's going through it in their own different version, but I honestly feel like the reason why it's such a prominent thing in so many people's lives nowadays is because of social media and because of the technology that we have in front of our faces at all times, because like comparison, do you know what I mean? Like that is the number one thing that makes us feel like we're not good enough. That steals anything that you feel good about yourself, like oh, me personally, I feel like I'm a great model. Oh, I feel like I'm doing great with photography for only being a year in or something. The second I pull up my little phone and I go on social media and I look at another model who's, I don't know, getting paid to be on the Playboy magazine or something like that. And I look at this photographer who does it full time. I'm immediately losing any joy that I just felt Mm. about how I was doing in my own personal modeling and photography because I'm now comparing my journey, my story, which frankly is not the same, to this other person and to be honest it's really quite sad the thing that I struggle with the most is I I want I look at these people's lives and I tell myself I want them or I see that thing I want that thing that they have or 
they're, you know, they're out traveling or going out posting these reels of their weekend and it looked fabulous. It looked yeah, yeah, extravagant. Yeah. Oh, they're living yeah, the dream. Totally. When in reality, like that person may or may not have cried themselves to sleep that night. That person okay. might be in an abusive relationship. That person could have lost both of their parents today. Like there, we compare ourselves to these people that we see on the internet and it's just blatantly not real. Yeah. And it puts these expectations and that's why a lot of our like overthinking anxious thoughts that will spiral off on like if you actually sit there and pick your brain about these like thoughts that are coming and going for you how many of them can you sit there and say are not real are not true probably like 75 to 85 percent of them like I would say a lot of them are kind of outrageous or unrealistic to even happen to you but we we get so like stuck and not obsessive but really just caught up in that because, yeah, we're, we're looking at social media all the time. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people's lives. We're yeah. comparing ourselves to that person we went to school with that's off doing this. And, yeah, that's it's unfortunate. That's a huge thing. I think, you know, we kind of touched on this whole social media part right here also touches on, like, feeling you had mentioned earlier about your body and feeling like people are constantly judging you. And I have noticed that. Because the only thing they have to look at is my my profile yeah what I put out there (laughs) yeah and so I think like as I've aged and started to get wrinkles and I've started to find gray hairs and things about me like if I was like feeling not pretty enough when I was younger this is now adding to that and, and exasperating and then all of a sudden it starts to snowball and you're like okay well I'm not married. I don't have kids. What if I'm not good enough? Or what Mm -hmm. if somebody, I'm not, I'm undateable. And you start to spiral. And that one little thought earlier in the day that was just a thought in passing has now turned into not only am I undateable, I also suck at my job. And I also, I don't don't know how. Yeah, like (laughs) I, you know, I should have this by now or I should lose 10 pounds or what, you know, you have an interaction with a stranger in public and you think, you know, what did they think about what I said or Mm -hmm. oftentimes. I hate when that happens. I'll meet people and like, say put my foot in my mouth and then I leave in the whole night you can't stop I'm like thinking oh about my it. god I can't believe I said the worst that. part is is they maybe thought about it one more time and like chuckled at like how silly it was or, or didn't even think, didn't of even it think twice about it but you're like literally ruminating on it for the rest of the night yeah I've seen tiktok videos where there's like a girl and she's like okay like she's walking around she's like bye love you so much that was so fun and then she's like getting into her car and, she, and then the voiceover comes and she's like oh my God, I talk too much. I talk too little. Did they ask me questions? I wonder if they had fun. I had fun. Meanwhile, the other girl's like, la-di-da, that was so awesome. I can't wait to see her again next week. Literally never thinks about it again. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like, that is so me sometimes. But you know what? That's so real for so many people. And like, I think the overthinking and like whatever that looks like for each individual person is obviously completely dependent on like what their life experience has been like. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking plain and simple like your upbringing like your childhood when your brain is under development honey like those are the prime years as to what like what's going to make or break what type of attachment you have which is how you're going to interact in social situations and relationships down the road so that's a huge one but yeah I definitely think the social media is a huge thing for us now and I think it's brought on a lot of anxiety for a lot of people and yeah kind of just how you said there like it definitely so just for me for example I obviously do modeling my Instagram my social platforms would look a lot of 
my body. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I post my face. I post my body. I dress in different types of lingerie, different types of outfits. And I will post a lot of that stuff. And I have posted, posted it for many years. Um, but that's immediately only showing people one side of me, Mm -hmm. my body, Mm -hmm. which I will, I will give myself a little bit of credit. I'm trying to pull back a little bit on that. Um, you're balancing. I'm trying to make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. And to obviously this podcast is putting a different side of myself out there as well. So that I am actively working on that, but so it makes sense when I go out in public and these anxious, overwhelmed, racing thoughts come through my mind a lot of them are going to be focused on my body because Mm -hmm. that just happens to be something that I have a lot of insecurities about people also probably comment on that part of your life life more than anything else you've really like well I'm yeah I would almost say that like I'm my body and then people look at me and find the person who's inside there so that has definitely like that's just a little bit of insight into me who I am as a person and like what my experience looks like obviously well it goes back to one of our first few episodes of like tying our value and our worth Mm. to what we do or how we show up externally to other people versus like our heart it's like what can I give to you what can I like perform for you how can I be that little monkey with the tambourine versus like this (laughs) is what you need yeah, yeah like like my true self and like all my worth and value comes from like how good and kind and sweet of a person I am like who I genuinely am versus what I can provide for you or how I can how much money I make or how beautiful or not beautiful I am how much weight I I am and yeah what I look like all of it and like your point to that social media is like you're so right it is a lot easier for us to look at what other people have that we might not have. Mm-hmm. And again, it's specific to where we are at in our lives. Yeah. You know, if you're young 20s, it could be school and having a specific degree or starting a specific career. Yep. If you're in your 30s, I know like this is a big thing for me is like watching married friends with children and being like, I yeah. should have that. And what if, what are people thinking that I don't have that? It must look so bad and people mm. are probably wondering what's wrong with me. And like all those thoughts are tied to society's yeah, that's what it is. expectation yeah. of women or men or age or where you're supposed to be or who you're supposed to be, how successful um, at that specific point of your life. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. It makes me wonder, like, why, why do you think humans even though we know that we're all so different, why do we still want so desperately to be the same as everyone else? Yeah, I guess connection and acceptance. I think that's, I think it's like, because obviously I don't think humans are meant, like we're not meant to be living in buildings with all these walls around us and be separated from everyone. Like there's supposed to be way more community and connection. And I feel like as society as a whole, we've definitely disconnected from that over the generations, which is, it's sad. And that literally brings us to a place where, when we want a connection, what is the first thing we do? We go and we pick up our phone and probably either text our best friend or call your mom or maybe you go on Instagram and check your likes because that gives you the sense of Validation. connection and love and acceptance that yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. But I definitely think it is that feeling of being accepted. It is. And good enough. Yeah. And we also, way. like, I know we touched on this a little, br- very briefly, the hustle culture. Like, we definitely have so much more to talk on this absolutely and a lot more like opinions and thoughts behind this but we're at a place in the world where I think everyone's kind of realizing like we're exhausted Mm -hmm. we're working ourselves to death a lot of people are burnt out are burnt out but are also passing away and not even enjoying the lives that they just 
lived through like yeah. so we're kind of real so hard all yeah. to just not we're not like uh, we're not born work to live like it's supposed to be very very different um but yeah that's just not how the world has been for us lately so yeah i don't know i think definitely social media technology all of that is a very very heavy the one economy in this. yeah definitely plays a huge role in that so to tie back to what I was saying earlier about how we even got to the, this episode, um, Liv was just saying for me to pick a topic for us to randomly riff off each other off the cuff. It's and so easy. It's just, so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was super busy all last week. I had my friend here and I had so much going on and I didn't really think much about it, but it was great because I was like, okay, well... I, I know, don't have to. I don't like, have to overthink this. Yeah, we're I've, not making an outline or yeah, kind of like going. If in depth. I have time to do it, I'm gonna. Or even if I don't have time, I'm gonna go above and beyond and try to put so much detail into it. Yeah. And I really got to today, and I hadn't really picked a topic. I was really not sure, and so I started to panic, and I started to think oh my god, what if the topic I pick is stupid? What if Liv doesn't like this topic? What if we don't really have much to say? Mm. You know, what if blah, 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 and or I put my foot in my mouth, and I started to panic and overthink about making sure I show up for her and for you guys listening, that mm. we're giving you guys worthwhile, valuable content. Mm-hmm. And instead of just like taking a breath and going to our list of pre-written topics and themes, I started like doing all this research. And not only did I not just pick one theme, I wrote out three entire outlines of different (laughs) topics and different themes. With titles and questions and statistics and like literally the opposite of what Liv asked me to do. And then on top of that, like a list of 25 other potential ideas and mm. what they meant and all this stuff. And as soon as Liv comes in, I like open my laptop, I sit down, I'm like, all right, so. It literally felt like I just like arrived for class. Yeah. Like I, we briefly talked today, but I had no sense of this panic until the second I walked through the door and she opened that laptop, I was like, Okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I have our episodes for the next six months. Yeah, and I was like, okay, and what are we recording today? And then I was like, ah, uh, I still don't know. <laughs> Which I laughed because as we were talking and like throughout our random updates for each other, we haven't seen each other in a yeah, little while, I just started to pinpoint the hilarity in what I was doing and when you like come and get clear and you suddenly were like wow take I a was breath. I was really overthinking that take a I step was back. yeah like I really went off on a little tangent yeah yeah and I was like there's no room for me to look like I haven't done my job or didn't do what we asked and she <laughs> can't what I was asking of her was like quite literally don't do anything yeah. just for once, come up with like don't do just it. pick a word and we'll talk about it or something like make mm-hmm. it nice and easy but yeah I think that I mean I I'm sorry that it put you <laughs> through that much stress but I think it brought up a really amazing topic for us to touch on. And not only is it something that was obviously extremely prominent for you, like in that very moment, but I think it's just something that's very prominent for us. Like we have a freaking podcast now, man. Like, it, yeah, it really is challenging for me, but it's different. I, like, let me just say, like, 
I said this to Liv right before we pressed play on the record. It was like, I'm actually really grateful for this opportunity to practice Mm. being a calmer, not overthinking version. Like I have internal anxiety, so I actually hide it really well. I'm a high functioning person. So you don't really know unless, you know, I'm super blotchy and you can see Or you're like really good at reading people or something. I'm very good at acting like everything is great when internally I'm falling apart yeah so it's impressive actually yeah the funny thing is being vulnerable with my friends they start to get to know when I'm like struggling or I'll just straight up be like hey listen I have no freaking clue what I'm doing here but it really put into perspective how I was asking the universe for this one specific thing that you and I have chatted about which I want to work on which is is being confident in who I am and getting to my point and mm. not talking so much or over talking when I'm nervous or feeling like I'm not like smart or the good air. enough. Yeah. yeah. So like a big theme for me was that I was always told is like, it takes a long time for me to get to my point or I am constantly like justifying or defending my points of view or opinions yeah. or like overcompensating or people pleasing to make sure everyone's comfortable yeah which anyone looking at that like with a little bit of awareness or maybe experience in the mental health realm can obviously know that that's a trauma response yeah it's a coping mechanism totally and it showed up today yeah for very yeah and it was like such a funny way that it all kind of was like this well-rounded like it all it's full circle it's a Mm. full circle experience i asked the universe to help me become a more concise, like, to the point person where I'm not constantly verbal diarying. Closer to the version of, like, your highest self. What I want to be, exactly. Like, looking and feeling and sounding confident. Yeah. And so in order for me to be that version of myself, I have to be presented with opportunities to practice that. And this gave me that chance to do that. I mean, I failed miserably. (laughs) You did, though. Like, look at us. I I, did, but... I think we're doing pretty good. We're, like, almost... We're, like, 30 minutes into this episode. And, I mean, we're going to hear your guys' feedback. You guys let us know what you thought of this episode, talking about overthinking, and the previous episode, talking about feeling stuck. Because I think, like, these are two topics that everyone and their friends are going through. Like, everyone has something. It's going to look different for everyone. But I think everyone has something to input here or has something that they can relate to. And it's definitely a very prominent thing. Obviously, you in this very moment when I showed up and us being like, we're going to record. But also, yeah, like you said, like... Live version of this. Yes. But yeah, like starting a podcast, like we are, we're putting ourselves out there socially. Um, We're putting ourselves out there to be critiqued. You guys are listening to everything we say. And yeah, like we, we're not there to like all those judgments or criticism and stuff. Like we're not there to defend ourselves. So there's a lot of overthinking behind the scenes that can go on with something like this. But I like that you said, like you've been asking the universe for basically challenges and places to practice this. And I've done the same. And the universe is like, here is live. <laughs> she yeah. will be your guide Literally. for this experience. Just throw my Scorpio sister into my life yeah. and all of a sudden yeah, it's going to be a trip. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, one last thing I do want to end on before we wrap this all up is when this experience happens for us, what is the one thing, one takeaway of mm. advice that you can give to anyone listening who's sitting there being like, I'm an overthinker, I have anxiety, or I feel similarly that you can 
that you do in your life or you can help other people to overcome this experience or help them get on a better path. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, okay. So similarly to like how you just said, like you fill the air whenever you're anxious or overthinking and you kind of like talk to fill fill it in. I almost do the opposite. All Mm -hmm. of that talking that you're doing out loud is happening in my head. Similarly to you, you'll look at me and I'll I'll still be present in the conversation and participating, but there's a full dialect going on behind the scenes that... Internal versus external processor. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I feel like in those moments, and I'll notice this where like I might be in like a social situation with my friends, something comes up for me, either I'm triggered or I don't know, maybe I had a bad day or something comes up and I feel it just kind of like sticking with me. The first thing I'll do when I get home or that I am trying to be better at doing immediately when this comes up for me is journaling. Yeah. Because I find when it's when it's repetitive thoughts and scenarios that aren't realistic or overthinking in the sense that like a lot of this stuff, like it's not logical. It's kind of outrageous. Like I said, like it's often left field. So when you journal it out or maybe you don't like writing, maybe you decide to call your mom or I don't know, maybe you do an audio note. Me and Alex will send each other audio notes Mm -hmm. and sometimes rant about things. And a lot of the times, like what you're saying in that moment or what you're writing out while you're journaling it, like you know it's not real or you're just kind of spilling out all these details and then you get to look at it and see and confirm for yourself like that was a really negative thing that I was saying about myself or that is a really absurd thought that doesn't even like there's no proof to this there's no validation I can actually pick this apart and prove it wrong so I think journaling would be like my number one thing or maybe that looks a little different for you but find some sort of resource where you get to get all of these like overwhelming like yeah. thoughts just out oh that energy out of your body yeah to just make take a video a of yourself stuff. talking like yeah. anything whatever it is that you need but I think yeah definitely get the energy out yeah I think a great add to that is like interrupting that pattern or interrupting mm. that thought pattern yeah it's like taking that step right take breath I was gonna say breath and back at the same time because I have two <laughs> thoughts in my mind this is a perfect example <laughs> just like thinking so quickly yeah. before I can speak Taking a step back to interrupt that thought pattern, mm. changing the narrative. Turn it positive. And reminding yourself, like, that things aren't that bad or they could always be worse or all these other thoughts that could change that dynamic from a negative one to a positive one, like you just said. Yeah. Um, or the things you're thinking about yourself Distracting are yourself. Literally not true. Right. With something that makes you feel good and makes you feel reminding yourself like yeah I think it's you're good enough yeah I think it's also a good idea to do something that's intentionally like self-soothing in these moments like self-care is really important yeah and especially like in a situation like that we can oftentimes start to feel even guiltier or more shameful for these outrageous thoughts or like the scenarios that and we're then coming you start up to with. Be like, oh, I'm so stupid for even thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> see, right? And then you go off so even easy. further. So definitely like be gentle with yourself, have some grace. This is why I say like journaling is really good for me because when I start to see them, I can actually see how sad a lot of these things like are coming up for me, like how sad they make me or yeah, just like just give your inner child a hug and tell them you love them. Yeah. And just yeah, be there, be present, mm-hmm. get it out. It definitely helps for sure. Yeah, I love that. Okay, well, I think that... Ready to wrap up. Right. Um, I really like that Liv mentioned um, you guys listening. If there are things you want to share, I I just have to say that I have received some fantastic, fascinating, mm. 
things from people who are listening about feeling yeah. courageous to, you know, end a relationship or quit a job they, after listening, start their, own thing. start their own thing, feeling like they're not alone. And so we want you guys to continue to keep messaging us, to let us know how these episodes uh, make you feel if there's topics like Liv had mentioned that you want us to cover or go over or yeah. if you want to share your anything story, you just want to hear us talk about you know yeah. it, you know today we talked about overthinking last week we talked about feeling stuck if you have those feelings and you don't have anyone to talk to you guys can reach out to us um, on our Instagram at cats chats and coffee or you can follow Liv at Liv Bryanton with two n's yep <laughs> and I am Alexandria underscore XO. Alexandria so, S underscore XO. It is. I think there's an S in there. It's, yeah. So you guys can follow us on our personal Instagram. Yeah. Reach out though. Like we, we love hearing your stories. We love hearing your feedback about the episodes and like we are providing for you guys. So we want to make sure that you guys like what we're, we're talking about, what we're sharing. And we absolutely want to touch on topics that you guys want to hear more about as well. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being here with thanks, us today, guys. guys. Stay tuned. Like I said, on our Instagram to find out little hints of what we'll be chatting about next um, you can follow us on it wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. We are on yep. Amazon, Spotify. Um, we really appreciate you and all Thanks of for your hanging support. Out for us. Support, support. <laughs> Both of us. I know stuttering. the, the mimosas. Honestly, yeah, we like we're <laughs> chatting a little bit. Like our cheeks are red, oh and like God, we're actually so feeling funny. like a little bubbly. Yeah. That was a big mimosa. Though, it was Alex. a delicious mimosa, and we're about to finish the bottle. So yeah. we love you guys. Stay tuned for next week. Thanks for being here. Bye, guys. You should see my body. It is fully rashed. I look like a crazy lollipop. <laughs> like what? Lollipop? I don't know. Strawberry. What yeah. is this? What is this horrible name? You're red. Embarrassing. Yeah. Oh my, my I can feel my cheeks are oh, toasty. I'm so hot. But that's from that. You yeah, put yeah, a yeah. lot. We just each that drank a full nothing. glass of champagne. <laughs> yeah. Literally come back bottle. and be like, so guys, we're feeling the champagne now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally overthinking myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what I'm saying right now.